Hello, everybody, and this is Mr. Ruggles here at Mercer County High School. Welcome to our November episode of our podcast club. It's hard to believe that November is here already. First up, we're going to have our student talk with Miles Showalter, Hunter Smith, Sydney Quam, and Mackenzie Thurston, and they talk about all kinds of stuff in November. And uh, some of the kids were involved in some District 2 ILMEA things. They talk about that for a little bit. And then next up, we go to our faculty interview where we interview uh, Mr. Dirix in our uh, English department. He's an interesting guy. And Monica McKnight uh, asks him a bunch of questions about his hobbies uh, with reading and um, Dungeons and Dragons and lots of cool things like that. And then lastly, we'll have Sydney Stockham. She'll be interviewing Sophia Santiago. Both of those ladies are very busy. And Sophia, of course, is our drum major and she runs in cross country and she plays girls basketball, just lots of stuff. And so we want to hear from the sophomore point of view what's going on in her life and uh, all that good stuff. So we thank the, uh, thank you for listening again. Remember to uh, remind all your friends to tune in uh, to our Mercer County podcast. We hope you enjoy the show. This is Sydney Quam with episode three of Student Talk. I'm here with Mackenzie Thurston, hey, Miles Showalter, hi, and Hunter Smith. Hello. So we had a pretty big weekend, um, especially Miles and Hunter. You guys had your play. How did that go? It went okay. Yeah, I think it went okay. I went to see it on Thursday, and it was pretty good. Emphasis on okay. Yeah, <laughs> especially last night, Sunday. What, what parts did you guys play? I was. Dr. Von Helsing, uh, yeah. Vampire Slayer. <laughs> and I was uh, Dracula. And you guys have both done the play before, right? Yeah, this is my second play. Yeah. So is it something that you enjoy doing? Uh, no? I definitely enjoy Miles doing it. Miles is shaking his head. I, I was kind of pulled into this one. Yeah, I kind of con- convinced him into doing it. Uh, <laughs> we uh, originally, we didn't have a Van Helsing from the auditions and... Uh, we were brainstorming ideas for people to do it. And I'm like, here, I'll text Miles real quick. And he said, sure. I was watching a movie. I was very unple- displeased. My wife and I went Thursday, and we thought that the play should be called Screaming. Yeah. Because there's tons of screaming. Yeah, within the first five seconds, they were screaming at the crowd. My wife looked at me like, what did you take me to? Because she doesn't like scary stuff. And it was kind of scary at times. I mean, I'm not lying. Now, Mackenzie, did you go? No, I what were you know. doing? I was working. Oh, she had something. And on. and dog sitting. Oh, that's work. Just bring the dogs with you. I think plays are great. I think they're fun. Everybody has fun. They're a little stressful at times. Like Hunter, you had a lot of lines, didn't you? Uh, yeah, just this was probably the most lines I've ever had in a production that wasn't with music. And, you know, it's a way different thing learning without music it's just harder to learn and get that. Down. That's what I was wondering is that it's probably harder because you have more like with music. I feel like it's easier to catch on to songs than it is your lines. Yeah, exactly. And with the lines is you have to trust your castmates to remember your cue lines. Because mm-hmm. if that doesn't happen, it could be a whole catastrophe. And that did happen a couple times with the show where we had to ad lib a lot of lines. Mm-hmm. And I thought the cast did a really good job on that, though, with going with the flow. Wouldn't you say that, Miles? To an extent. Yeah. <laughs> Genevieve Latko. Wow. Mm-hmm. She did a good job. Yeah. And I thought Aaliyah did too. 
I mean, she, she came in crazy. Like, you know, she the, came in like two weeks late. That's yeah. the problem. She, she had like three weeks, three weeks maybe to rehearse. I mean, and that was insane because we'd lost our original Lucy and she got pulled into the same way as Miles did. And it was, she did such an amazing job for the short amount of time that she had. She learned all of her lines within the first week because we were already, we were already out of book for act one when she came in. And she was out of book with us. I mean, she had two practices with her script, and she was out of book. I mean, that was just insane. Mackenzie, would you ever do a play? Um, I probably wouldn't be in it. I'd probably do, like, crew. Yeah, no. I'd probably be on crew. I tried to do that my freshman year, but everything got so busy with softball, and I couldn't. I just I ended up texting Trenton. I can't do this. Like, I have, I'm in my sport. And I, I want you to have a part. I want you to have a speaking part, like the <laughs> the maid. No. that's really the murderer of the of the play. You that's can you. Scream at the crowd. Can you scream really loud? Not now. Don't do it now. But I mean, like, <laughs> did you have to have auditions for the screams? Uh, no. <laughs> so the people basically just got told, "Yeah, you're screaming here. If you can't do it, we're gonna play an audio cue over it." And uh, yeah, <laughs> I think everybody did a good job with the screaming parts, though. Can you scream? Yeah. Really? No, don't do it now, but are you a screamer? Can you? I, I could if I really wanted to. I don't know. We know Hunter. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, I think we all know from Thriller that I can yeah. scream pretty loud. We, loud. we went, me and Sid went on Thursday, and we were not expecting that, and so we were kind of giggling the whole time. <laughs> oh, man, yeah, it is just one of those crazy things that you may not look at someone and say, yeah, they definitely can't scream that loud, and they would just rip your ears out. And that's the thing with Dracula, too. Not a lot of people thought there was going to be a ton of screaming because that's seen as more of a quote-unquote serious show. And screaming happened mm -hmm. throughout that whole show. I was supposed to scream in a lot of parts, and I did not. Why? <laughs> because my range of like ability to speak with a lot of emotion is limited. <laughs> <laughs> you in the play, you were like, she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I went, Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. She did. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was eventful, though. I, I, I enjoyed doing the play, and I can't wait to see what next year's is going to be. And, you know, even next semester, we'll have the musical Yeah, and all we got the stuff. musical coming up. Um, so this weekend, we also had ILMEA for choir, and that's something that we all had to audition for. Me, Miles, and Hunter all did that, and I'm sure it was extra busy for you guys with the play. Yeah, there's just this whole week leading up to it. I mean, play practice every night, not to mention, like, we have, he has jazz band in the morning, too, and Thursday, or Tuesdays and Thursdays, and I have show choir and all that stuff. And, and he also has show, show choir. choir. So I'm, I'm at the school every day at 6.30. And yeah, I know ILMEA is a long day, but did you guys enjoy it? Kind of. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. There was some, there was, I really enjoyed the director there mm -hmm. this time. I, mean, I always enjoy the directors, but there were, there were some moments where like, oh, I just want to go home, but that happens every year. The food was bad. This was my, you thought the food was bad? I despised it. It was like pizza. frozen cold pizza. It was, Domino's it was pizza. cold pizza. It was cold pizza, but it was, it was okay. I guess yeah. we got a giant cookie. Cookie wasn't that good either. It was a long day though, but <laughs> it was my first time going. So I, I had an idea of what it would be like, but I thought it was really cool because, like, compared to LTC, the people there are passionate about choir, and they all want to be there because they auditioned for it, mm -hmm. and so the music just sounds way better when everybody cares about it. Yeah, especially, like, songs like Ari Rong. 
That was mm-hmm. one of the. That was. Our I last wasn't piece expecting. That I was to be not as expecting. Good as it was. I was. I almost went into that expecting that might get cut. If any of the songs were to get cut out of that, because I've had songs like that get cut out of Islamia performances in the past, and it's not never a good thing when that happens. But you know, all those people really cared and really mm-hmm. wanted to be there, and that makes for such a great experience for everyone, wouldn't you say, Miles? Yeah. <laughs> Miles, this segment is called Student Talk. Yeah. Where people I'm talk. Aware. I'm aware. Did you not eat lunch and instead eat a bunch of black licorice? Actually, yeah. When I got home, I Ew. ate some black That's licorice. That's disgusting. I'm still talking. People are still asking me about that from did the they, last they podcast. Think, wait, do they think I'm like lying? No. They just can't believe that you like black licorice. Now, Mackenzie, yeah. you were on the last Student Talk, weren't you? No, you no, did the interview. I was on the first Student Talk. Miles says that he likes black licorice. That's mm-hmm. disgusting. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's crazy. Well, we didn't get to eat dinner there either. We just ate lunch. And so then afterwards, it was like 8 o'clock, and everybody kind of split off and went to dinner on their own. Me and Iggy went to Fuji and got some pho and sushi. There you go. What kind of sushi did you get? Um, Just like basic California rolls, salmon rolls. Just the basic sushi. I'm not. T- I don't go for the super extravagant ones. So nothing was on fire, is what you're saying? No, 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 f- no fun stuff. No, but we ordered enough that they gave us the bridge. That is awesome. <laughs> What's the bridge? Like it looks like a miniature bridge that they put all the sushi on. Oh, I see. Yeah, that's cool. So you can walk over it. No, oh. it's not, not that life big. size. <laughs> Um, speaking of food, what's your guys' favorite Thanksgiving food? Because that's coming up. I would have to say the homemade mashed potatoes. There's just Those something. There's just too. something about that that just like it just always reminds me of Thanksgiving. But do you like your mashed potatoes to be chunky, like with skin, or completely creamy? I don't like it with skin. I love like baked potatoes and all that stuff mm-hmm. with skin. But mashed potatoes, I like it to have a little bit of that potato chunk in it, though. Like, not be completely mashed up and completely smooth. I like mine completely smooth. Um, my favorite would be mashed potatoes, but I also have to go for a green bean casserole. Ah, yes. That's your favorite? I mean, not like favorite favorite, but it's up there. You see, I don't really like green bean casserole. No. You know, me, never, never I have been. A, I, I love green beans, but. I'm not I, a casserole mm, person in general. Yeah. Like if I if somebody needed a meal train for me and they brought me a casserole, <laughs> might throw it back at their face. <laughs> oh. Any any. F- What's your favorite you favorite, like? Miles? You said it's not my favorite favorite. What's your favorite favorite? Uh, like the 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 uh, sweet potatoes with like the marshmallow. Mm-hmm. Oh, like yeah. the fluff. Yeah. Oh yeah. They they won't call that a casserole, will they? No. Sweet no it's just casserole. it's just sweet no. potatoes. <clears throat> I love turkey and stuffing. And your wife. And my, I love my <laughs> wife. That's right. My favorite is stuffing. That's, no. I, it's no, my favorite. I'm not, I don't really go for the stuffing. Yep. Well, you guys are all wrong because it's the best. You know, did, did you ever think to think that you were the only one that said anything about stuffing? So maybe you're the <laughs> one that's wrong. I usually think I'm right all the time. I mean, stuffing's in my top three. Okay. To me, I feel like stuffing's just soggy bread. 
That's exactly what it is. That's, that's, that's just gross. Now, we don't, my mom doesn't cook it like you're supposed to cook it. Like when you stuff the, bar, no, the bird. Yeah, the cooking process yeah. for the turkey looks disgusting. Yeah, my mom doesn't do it like that. When you take that neck out of it, it's just so weird. And it just, it just <laughs> the grease from it gets everywhere. It's disgusting. I'll never forget. As a kid staring into the roaster, looking at the turkey neck in the fat, all that grease stuff. And I looked at my grandma and I go, what's that? And she goes, oh, that's the turkey neck. It's the best part. And she takes it out and starts eating it. And Ew. I was mortified. As you can tell, it still has <laughs> stuck with me today. Do you I'm guys almost... remember as kids, they would make us write out that sheet that shows how to make a turkey. And you would go and read them. And like some kids say, you cook it at a thousand degrees for an hour. <laughs> we want to cook the turkey. We want to be able to eat it, not throw it into a volcano. I don't remember that. Do you, do you they did it at my old school. That. They would ask they would ask each kid how you make a turkey and they'd have to write out how long you cook it for. But but you know, my second favorite thing at Thanksgiving is the ham. We always make a ham with our Thanksgiving and you know that's more associated with Christmas, I think, and the holiday season, but I love ham. No. Miles is shaking his head. Miles disagrees with everything. No. I mean, ham's okay. It's just a little... It freaks me out sometimes. Why? I don't know. Like, the skin's too much like human skin, and it kind of scares me. <laughs> Makes me think of people when I eat ham. <laughs> <laughs> and then I feel disgusted and, like, throw it away. So are you calling people pigs, Miles? Yeah. It's <laughs> exactly what I'm doing. So do you guys, like, with Thanksgiving, I know a lot of people start putting up their Christmas de decorations, like... Around Thanksgiving or after Thanksgiving? No. Like no. a week before Christmas. I We put up ours usually, our th I think our earliest was October 13th. This year it was Halloween that we put our Christmas tree up. If you put it up before Halloween, you're doing it wrong. That's just my that's just my thoughts. Well, we don't have like we don't have anybody in the house celebrating Halloween, so we just skip to Christmas. I think holidays should be celebrated for a span of like maybe two weeks. No more than that. So like, I'm assuming you just you don't even listen to Christmas music no, either. No. <laughs> Nobody will listen Unless to, I'm to like, all that like screamo stuff, won't he? I mean, yeah. I was a little I wouldn't upset. consider it screamo though, but okay. I was a little upset. Last Sunday we set up all the Thanksgiving decorations at work. And I came back Tuesday last week and they had all the Christmas decorations and they were playing Christmas music over the radio. I was not very happy. I went to my manager about it. Christmas and music. And he said he couldn't do anything about it. I was like, okay. Christmas music is like a semi-annual thing for me. Like, I listen to it around Christmas time, and then, like, in the summertime when I'm sad, I'll listen to it again. <laughs> Christmas in July? Y'all ever heard of that? Yeah. When do you get sad in the summertime? Is it a specific time? No, it's just, like, when I need the Christmas vibes back. You need to get picked up. Where do you work, Mackenzie? Walmart and Moline. So, Wow. That's a lot of decorations for them, probably. Yeah, they have um, they have ornaments hanging from the ceiling in, like, the customer service area. And then they have our little numbers above our registers have wrapping paper around them. They have little Christmas trees, little Santas and stuff like that around that area. I was not very happy when I walked into work. I think it's different for band and choir kids when you have to start working on Christmas music at Halloween time. <clears throat> To me, it, 
I don't mind listening to it, but we're working on it for mm-hmm. two months. Well, we took we took like a couple day break and went over some fun Halloween songs and choir. Yeah, we went over uh, just for a little bit. We touched uh, Nightmare Before Christmas and uh, Time Warp, wasn't it? Yeah, the Rocky Horror Picture Show. We didn't. We're not going to do anything with it. Yeah, them, but it's no, just something it's fun. it's just something fun to do to not make you want to run your head through a wall. <laughs> Listen, or just go on that same Christmas music over and over and over again. But you know, that's a little different for the band side of the world too, because that I think choral music is easy to just sit down and sight read. Band music, there's so much that goes into it, doing it, and it's it could get really difficult at times. Yeah. I mean, if you're good at sight reading, it doesn't really matter much. Mm-hmm. Are you good at sight reading? No, no. <laughs> I mean, no, no. Well, I'm not, I'm only in choir, but I'm sure for the kids that are in choir and band, it's just a lot to have to do both. You know, it's not as bad as you'd think it would be. It's no. adding, like, all the extra stuff on top of it that really starts to make you want to pull <laughs> your hair out. I mean, it's not terrible. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm in concert band. There's jazz band, show choir. I'm sitting choir. right here. You're not going to say it's bad. It, it's, <laughs> exactly. Right. Like, I mean, I enjoy it. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. But you're right. It is. E- How do I say this politically correct? I think it's harder to play an instrument and get all mm-hmm. those instruments right than it is to get kids to sing Yeah. correctly. I don't know. I don't know. Well, if you look at it, like, you have all these kids that are singing from the time they're in kindergarten from in their music classes. They're singing these songs like, row, row, row your boat or whatever it is. And then, for us at least, we start band in sixth grade. I mean, that's that's a six years that we don't play those instruments. And that's just more experience that those singers have and all I that mean, stuff. I mean, before band, we had, like, recorders. We had the recorders in fourth grade at my old school. And I, I had a black belt. That's how much I practiced it. And then the next year when they started band, they were like, why aren't you doing band, Sydney? I was like, uh, I don't know. I feel like it's going to give me a headache. Miles, what did you get for your recorder karate thing? I don't know. Like all of them? I, I got I got up the black belt, too. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember. There was like a brown one and like a blue one. I don't even know. Mm-hmm. After like, after black, they went, I think it was brown and some like purple one. I think you're going backwards. I think it went purple, brown, then black. Yeah, there, was <laughs> I one, got so, there was one step above black. Belt. I got so frustrated because we would send our teacher our videos and you had to be doing it with your left hand. And I did it with my right hand apparently. And she emailed me, you did it wrong. And I was like, no, I didn't. And the screen mirrored. And then I was like, okay, I guess I did. <laughs> and then that's when you like start blowing into the recorder as loud as you can. Cause you're just <laughs> angry. <laughs> Have you ever had uh, kids do that with their horns and band before, Mr. Ruggles? I had it happen today in JV band. <laughs> today. Like, just a kid picked up his horn and just blew as loud as he could into it when he was warming up. That's not the correct way to warm up. That's when you get in trouble. Yeah. I made a general announcement. I didn't point out anyone. But as I said it, I looked right at this person. And they knew I was talking to them. But we were just making sure everybody was on the same page. I would never yell at anyone, Mackenzie. Because I am a very mild-mannered man. <clears throat> you know, something funny that happened with ILMEA this week, and to go back on that, Mr. Ruggles got recognized by his bald spot at that. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was some kid. So he student taught, this kid's teacher. And it was so funny because I was talking to her, and we were 
talking about how Mr. Ruggles was talking to their choir director right before. And we, we just kept giving things to describe Mr. Ruggles and all that stuff. But as soon as we got to, he has a big bald spot on the back of his head. And he's like, oh, yeah, I know who that is. Oh, poor Mr. Ruggles. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Just my head. That's it. That's it. That's okay. The guy at LTC, the director at LTC was like oh, wait, so wait. bald it was shiny. It was shiny. Yeah, like, at least I have s- some hair. That dude yeah. definitely polished it yeah. before. Yeah, he, he, he definitely oil got like, on it. like a tub of Vaseline before. I mean, he just had to dunk his head in it like it was a paint can. Like the light was <laughs> bouncing off of his head and blinding me. Bad. Oh, man, that was... <laughs> I could just imagine that thing from SpongeBob when they shined out Squidward's head and all that stuff. Do you all know what I'm talking about? No. No? no? Okay, yeah. <laughs> All right, we're going to wrap it up. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Student Talk. See you later. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Hello, everyone. I'm Monica McKnight with the Mercer County Podcasting Club. I'm here with Mr. Dierks. Well, hello. And this is our teacher interview. So, Mr. Dierks, you teach English, right? Uh, uh, yeah, amongst uh, a couple other things, creative writing. Uh, in the spring, I'll be doing myths and legends. So, yeah. so, like, how many years did you teach before COVID started? Oh, before? Um, this would be my fifth year, so two. Have you always taught at Mercer County, or did you, te- or did you like, student teach somewhere? Uh, I student taught in a very small school district uh, in Brown County, Mm -hmm. which is like really far south um, for about three months. And then I also finished up in Sherrard over at Sherrard High School. Like how has COVID affected your class or the way you teach at all? I think drastically, yeah. Um, We've had a lot of shifts away from things that we were doing in the classroom. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, like, completely this year, I am 100% online. There's nothing paper in my class at all. Uh, one of the reasons is just because it ease of convenience for people being in and out as often as they are. So you were my sophomore year teacher, and that's when COVID started. The very end, yes, uh, be, or end of March. With, How with did, like, class. students do on the assignments because I had people ask me for answers a couple of times and I'm like these are opinion questions you know that's a that's a lot of English right uh, a lot of opinions um, but I would say especially towards the end there when we mm-hmm. did go out um, overall I had a lot of people not do almost yeah. any assignments actually because so. the book I enjoyed the book but I think it would have been better if we had like class discussions because it was a hard book it was it's a difficult and challenging text um Things Fall Apart by uh, Chinua Chebe, which the uh, sophomores are reading this year, mm-hmm. with Mrs. Eads. And uh, it was one that I was looking forward to, to teaching in class because we were going to be flipping it. Yeah. Right. We were going to read outside of class and do just discussion in class. Because I think I would have liked that better because it was mm-hmm. kind of hard to understand. Yeah, and, and it is. Uh, there's a lot of pieces, you know, that we may or may not be familiar with mm-hmm. you know, reading that, so... Like, if you could recommend any book to any person, because I know you really like to read. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Wait, what's your favorite book series? Oh, yeah, or book. such a hard question. No, I can't even narrow that down. Um, I think uh, 
one of my favorite series currently is um, the Stormlight Archives by Brandon Sanderson. Mm -hmm. And I, he's a pretty popular author. I know quite a few people have read. Um, you might be more familiar with uh, like Steelheart yeah. or Firefight. Yeah, those are a little bit shorter. The uh, Stormlight Archives, I think the shortest one is somewhere around 1,200 pages, and there's five of them. Ooh. So I don't like to read. If you could, if you could r recommend any book to me, what would it be? To read. I, mean, I think I pick up a book that you want to read, right? Uh, it doesn't have to be anything that I'm reading or enjoy, right? Uh, and I think that that's uh, something I like the most is um, you can pick up anything. And if you don't like it, the nice thing is you can put it down and pick something else up. Have you timed yourself with reading, like how fast you can read? Oh, not really. Um, I do read very fast, uh, especially compared to, I, I, especially students, uh, mm -hmm. which I think that they are always very surprised about. Um, but it really just comes with practice. And yeah. I read a lot. So So you also play D&D. &D. Do we still have the D&D &D club here at school? We do. Uh, it's not really the D&D &D club. It's the tabletop role-playing club now. Um, we've uh, moved away from just doing D&D. &D. Uh, we're yeah. actually playing Mutants and Masterminds right now, which is a superhero-themed uh, entire role-playing game, which is pretty cool. Because I don't understand D&D &D at all. Like my sister and brother-in-law play it, but I just don't understand it at all. Well, then that's fair. Uh, there's a lot of rules, um, and it can take some time. But the, actually, the best thing I could say to do it, even if you've never played, is just find a group and, and start actually mm -hmm. playing or sit in and watch. Uh, because the nice thing is, is the rules are simple enough where you could sit down and almost yeah. do it. Right, just by picking it up by mm -hmm. that. And you don't have to read through the, you know, the hundreds of pages of, of rules and texts that are actually out there for things. So. Sometimes I'll watch them on Twitch play. There's some really cool yeah. pieces and, now. You know, they've got these backdrops and, yeah. you know, all that stuff. And I remember when I played as a kid and how basic it was. Oh, yes. And we just had a shield and you were doing your own math and doing all this stuff. And, you know, it was hard to come by dice yeah, at the uh, time. Yes. Yeah, because nobody that. sold that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, and a leader to find a group that would play. Because it takes time. Oh, it does. Um, we started my my sophomore year of high school is actually when we started doing it with a group of friends. And we started um, Dungeons. It would have been fourth edition of Dungeons & Dragons, which was the uh, one before, which is the most popular one now, which is fifth edition. And uh, my goodness, the popularity of it now is is it's really amazing and you can get online and find people to play with and uh it's very nice to see like you know super popular names actually being a part of it um there's some really fantastic podcasts and twitch stuff that you can get on and watch um i think the the spear of that was really critical role which was uh, the major podcast that kind of started it off with all of like the voice actors and mm -hmm. uh, matthew mercer yeah. yeah and really popularized it i think you'd like it it's Monica. very good. You think I would? I think you would like it. Yeah. Now, I'm going to touch on something here real quick. The world of board games mm. is an immense world. Yeah, because oh I, I play <laughs> new board games when I go to visit my sister because mm -hmm. she's super into board games and all that stuff. But I'm talking like Settlers of Catan. Fantastic. Is so oh, much I've, fun. I've yeah. played that, I think. Ticket to Ride, I have. Love it. And <laughs> But I get so impatient. Yeah. with rules and instructions mm -hmm. and trying to explain that to other people. And sometimes I, st I stop myself, you know, mm -hmm. 
because I, I play a lot of Xbox and they don't transfer well to a console. They really don't. No. Yeah, they don't. But I, I had Catan on Xbox mm-hmm. and I thought it was okay. I don't know that I've played the Xbox ver- version. But of that it, game is but so much fun. It is. Uh, I played the original one. The first time I did it was, I think, my sophomore year, again, of high school, where I was um, traveling to a lot of different, like, board gaming things. And uh, yeah. there was a couple gaming cons that I went to that were really cool during that time. So, And that's just a really friendly environment. I mean, the mm-hmm. my... My sister's friend does that stuff. Like she has, she's really into all of this. And like she has binders for their campaigns and stuff. Oh yeah. And so she runs it all and they FaceTime my cousin who's also in their little group mm-hmm. and they just have like their characters and stuff. So, uh, yeah. No, I can definitely recommend it. I mean, um, until very recently, just because of some stuff that hap- was happening with my friend group. Um, I mean, we've been playing for 11 years Wow. together and, uh, We've done tons of different games from like D and D, both of the four, four, five, and then three and a half because we went back. Um, Call of Cthulhu, like board games like Catan, like just immense amounts of Mutants and Masterminds, like tons and tons of them, and uh, it's just a lot of fun, right? You just to hang out with friends and have fun. So, how many board games do you have at home? Um, oh, a lot. Uh, not all of them are mine, actually. Although mine, are, I have a lot of weird board games. I what? like to get like the very strange ones that are like you know, kind of niche. Mm-hmm. What's um, your favorite board game? Just regular, just an actual board game. I actually really like chess. Just, just chess. I've I've tried to play chess, but I my brain just can't. I'm really bad at it. Yeah, <laughs> me too. What was the show on Netflix with the gal? Uh, uh, the Queen's Gambit. Yeah, yes. when I yeah. of course I watched that and I thought I was going to be a pro. Oh yeah, yeah, and I I'm terrible. My nephew, he's ten, twelve. He plays chess all the time and beats, uh-huh. and he would totally beat me if I played him. Oh yeah, it's a great game. It is, and I think that it really stems from a lot of uh, what you have in like more modern like strategy based games, right? It all kind of goes back to to, to chess. Like Risk is another really fun yeah. one. One that uh, I've played that I can heavily recommend if you like like World War Two is mm-hmm. Axis and Allies. There's a newer version of it, and that's not as good. So try to find the older version of the game, and yeah. that is um, you're literally waging war, right? Um, being the Axis or the Allies, and it's so much fun. If especially if you like history. Because mm-hmm. right? it kind of like progresses across the timeline of the war. There's so, some geography there. Very much so, you know? right? Uh, and that's the nice thing about board games. Um, you know, you're you can learn and play, and it's fun. Yeah. Right. There's a whole concept of that. So. Do it's you really cool? I remember you showed us. Do you make minifigures for like D and D? Yes, I do. Um, I took that up actually right around the time that my son was born. Um, it was a hobby that I really wanted to get into mm-hmm. uh, with like painting and doing a lot of like the different uh, different figures, but it's kind of expensive. And it, um, so. isn't it very detailed too? Very much so. Yeah, uh, a little figure that might be like twenty-five millimeters tall yeah. might take me like uh, somewhere like close to like four or five, six hours, depending on what it is to paint. Wow. I I don't, I don't have the patience for that. No. It takes a long time. I would just dunk it in silver <laughs> <laughs> or blue and be done. Yeah, I would spend like one hour on it and be done. I could not do that. Yeah. I, it's gratifying though. Um, especially because, you know, you can look back because I have most of them. And, mm-hmm. you know, so about two, three-ish years ago now, 
um, to like where I am, like it's a very different kind of shift. And, uh, and you know, it's nice because you can kind of see the progression of how much better I've gotten over that time. Have you tried to teach your son how to play some board games? Oh yeah, he likes he likes playing board games. You know, he really likes rolling dice, uh, which is good. Um, we actually just had my uh, mother-in-law's birthday and he sat and played um, Scattergories with us Aww. with that. Um, not very good, but you know, scribbled and well, he how, how old is he? He's three now. Yeah. Yeah. So he would roll the dice and at least say M. So that's good. <laughs> <laughs> does he know how to read and stuff? Uh, no, not really. I, he does. We do read a lot very mm -hmm. often. We probably read at least two books a night actually before bedtime. And, um, I know some of his favorites he'll read to us and he's, mm -hmm kind of got the words but i think it's just because he's memorized the stories so. what's his favorite book uh currently i think it is are you my monster which is a very good book about looking for monsters uh, oh my gosh what did he go out trick-or-treating for halloween yeah uh, we did go trick-or-treating yes what did uh, he dress up as donald duck yeah. So we asked him in September what he wanted to be, and that did not deviate one one little bit. That's he great. Going to be Donald Duck. Stays with the classics. Yeah. Does he is Mickey Mouse his favorite show? Uh, it's pretty pretty much yeah. He really likes um, Mickey Mouse Club. Well, not so much Clubhouse anymore. It's actually Roadster Racers. Oh yeah. Is the one that I've seen. I don't know how many times. So. Yeah, because I babysit this kid, and he loves Mickey Mouse so much. Yes. Yes. Are there what books are you teaching for or reading in your class now? Because you, you used to teach sophomores and now you teach juniors. Yeah, so um, at the beginning of the year, we did The Crucible, which you probably we would have read mm -hmm. last year. Yeah. Uh, which is a fantastic you know, classic text. Not everybody liked it, which is fine. Um, and then now we're actually reading The Road by Cor uh, Cormac McCarthy, I think. And uh, it is a lot different than that. It's very dark. There's a lot of more adult kind of tones to the book. Mm -hmm. um, but I think so far everyone's really enjoyed that a lot more. Yeah, because we read The Crucible and then I think A Raisin in the Sun. Mm -hmm. And I think someone said something about Mice and Men. I'm like, we did not read that. Uh, yeah, I, so. I Yeah. I think those were the two books, but I really enjoyed both of them. So yeah, both again, very, very good. I don't know that we're reading a raisin in the sun this year, but we mm -hmm. might. I find it interesting that sometimes the classics have some pretty big dry sections. They do in yeah. them. Uh, there's a whole uh, theory of thought on that actually, where you just do excerpts from the text, just right. really right. pick and uh, talk about those. When instead. Coach Welter was here, his favorite book was Crime and Punishment, <laughs> okay, by Dobzieski. <laughs> So I picked it up and it was the most boring book I'd ever <laughs> read in my life. And basically it's all about like this guy killed somebody to uh -huh. tell anybody and guilt and nice. all this stuff. But oh my gosh, it was painful. I, the, I don't know why. I think AR ruined reading for me. Oh, I loved AR. I hated it. You did? Uh, you you waited till the last minute. and No, then, no, no, no. You can ask any kid. Like uh, most of them hated AR. Like... I mean, I used to love reading when I was younger, and then in fourth grade, it just, like, I hated reading. So sad. <laughs> I love reading. I think it's great. Yeah, no, but I do too. I read a lot of biographies and memoirs and things like that. Like, so I can read I short things, but, like, long books, I cannot get into it. There's nothing better than good fiction. No, I, I, 
that's definitely what I prefer the most mm-hmm. is, is fiction. And, uh, well, and very strangely, I actually um, I had a lot of problems reading when I was mm-hmm. little. Uh, I was in like special reading classes and got taken out. And uh, I got bullied a lot for that in, in like first grade because I, I couldn't read. I couldn't actually you know, read yeah. without really like having to focus on stuff. Yeah. And uh, uh, it wasn't until a little bit later where I think I started reading the Magic Treehouse series where you know, I love those books. Very good. Right. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of those in that series. But you know, started reading those and, and then I stopped kind of caring what everybody said and I just started reading and then everybody started inevitably making fun of me because I read so much. So it was kind of the <laughs> inverse. But, you know, I think being forced to read is what made ruined reading for me. Because I think if I started reading for fun, it would be a lot better. And I think that that's at least what I'm trying to do with uh, the junior class this year. Yeah. Right? Is, um, we're doing like our passion projects. Yeah, because right? so I hear you guys clapping all the time when I'm in English. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so those are, I, I personally think they're a lot of fun. Because uh, the kids get to pick whatever they want to read. So what's like so. the rubric for like the passion project? It's very loose, actually. Um, it's uh, it's kind of different in regards to the kid. You, as a student, make up a lot of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, you get to decide, like, the English standard that you're going to base your project on. Yeah. You're going to pick your own book, whatever mm-hmm. that is, and just the entire project. So we've had kids make Minecraft stuff, which has been really cool, um, to other people building, like, you know, actual dioramas, to... Um, people writing short stories or uh, pieces that are, you know, based off of their book. So, so like... Lots of you, different things. So do you just have... Do you tell them, like, oh, it's fiction or, like, a verse or they just choose the book and it's, just do the project? Yep, it's all choice, which some people, I think, really like because you can be extremely creative with that. Yeah. And other people do not really like because you get to be extremely creative with that, so... Yeah, I don't know how... I think, like, being kind of loose like that is good but also i think i wouldn't enjoy that just because there's not a certain sort of structure with it and i think that that's fair right and i think that um especially the first time that we did this uh last year because i would have had the sophomores the juniors as sophomores a lot of people were really uncertain as to like what they could do yeah Um, and they've gotten progressively better Mm -hmm. right as we've kind of seen like well i can do you know yeah whatever and uh, so we've gotten, we've had some really, really cool ones, I think, recently. Well, that's all I have. Real quick, uh-huh. Mr. Dierks and I, in our dream school, are going <laughs> to teach a cinema <laughs> class together. I'm, I'm down. I know it. It'd be so much fun. So we'd have 10 movies that we'd watch mm-hmm. with written. So you'd watch movie number one, and then you have to write a three-page whatever, 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 and discussion and all that. Yeah. And we could do all kinds of stuff. It's so much fun. When Mr. Dierks brought that up in class one day, I was was so excited. I thought that would be such a cool class, Uh, and now I can't take it. Well, if it ever happens. It's it's a lot of work. Yeah, I know, and I have a (laughs) habit of adding more work to what I have. But to me, I mean, there's nothing better than a good movie. And the book is always better than the movie. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, that's what my experience is. So you could do a lot of that too. Like Monica, yeah. like tell me a movie that you think should be a part of our class. Um, well, we just recently watched 1917, and that's like very cinematic oh, and good. stuff. Yeah, I thought that was we watched that in Mr. Peel's class. 
Like we both agree like Breakfast Club should be in oh, there. Oh, yeah. Key. Yes. Yes. Because there's so much stuff to that. You should like older movies too, yeah. like the silent films. And then mm. like you could show like how yeah. cinema has changed or something like that. Not that yeah. It could it be happened. endless. It could yeah. be. Yeah. There's a lot of different routes you could take with how to like actually structure a class like that. Yeah. Because you could let students choose like put yeah. a, make okay. a list of movies and then mm-hmm. just choose something from that. Yeah. But we're not watching Fast and Furious oh, 7. No. Oh, no. <laughs> no. 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 They might choose that. Like, if they choose one that you're like, okay, then do that. But, like, yeah. I don't think students would pick good movies. Uh, sometimes they don't. Sometimes, yeah. No. I don't know if I would have when I was that age either. Yeah. Well, no. maybe. I, I, I watched weird stuff. I say I, the type <laughs> of thing I have watched has changed. Yes. <laughs> so, especially, yeah. and what I like has changed. Right. Well, why don't you thank Mr. Dierks for coming? This thank has been you, great. Mr. Dierks. Of course, yeah. Um, This was this teacher interview with the Mercer County Podcasting Club. Um, I'm Monica McKnight, and I would, and see you later. Good tag, Monica. (laughs) I know. Welcome, everybody, back to our podcast. Today, I'm doing a student interview with Sofia Santiago. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing really good. Good. So it's your sophomore year. How is that going so far? It's gone by really fast, but it's been good. Yeah? Yeah. That's great. Are you excited for the school year? <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I'm excited for it to be more normal. Yeah, that's definitely a big thing. Since you came in freshman year with it, like, being, like, weird and not normal. Right. That was probably weird coming in, learning, like, the high school and, mm-hmm. yeah. What's up with your voice? Do you think there's something <laughs> up with your voice? Yes, there's something up with my voice. What is it? I don't know. Do you have, like, a little cold or something? No, I don't have a cold. It's just, like, I don't know. Can you tell? Yeah, I can tell. There's something definitely yeah. up with my I'm voice. I'm like, who am I sitting next to here? <laughs> not me. <laughs> but, yes, you are sitting by me. All right. Wait a minute. That didn't make any sense when you said that. (laughs) No, it didn't. (laughs) Okay, keep going. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Sophia, are you excited for any activities this year? Um, I'm excited for track. Yeah. Relay team because we went to state last year. So that's awesome. See how we do. You went to state this year for cross country. That was awesome. Yeah. Was that fun? It was a lot of fun. Yeah. How was cross country? (laughs) Like the season? (laughs) It was really good. Um, Yeah. It was long, for sure, but it was a lot of fun. What was your favorite memory from cross country? The pasta dinners. The pasta dinners? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Monica was telling me about those. Yeah. (laughs) You guys had a lot of fun. Yep. Okay. Uh, (laughs) How was being a drum major this year? Um... It was nice to have a senior Mm -hmm. with me, like, leading the way and showing me how to do it again. And, yeah, it was fun. Are you ready to do it and be the leader next year? I think so. Yeah? You ready to do it and blow the whistle? Yep. (laughs) I think we're going to find somebody else, you know, to help you out, a younger Mm -hmm. kid. I mean, that just seems to work that way. Mm -hmm. Um, Just to give everybody a little background here, we've, we've struggled to find time for this interview. Mm-hmm. And just to give you an example, Sophia's out for girls basketball, so everything after school doesn't work. And we normally record these after mm-hmm. school. So the only other time she has is in the morning, which Sydney is busy Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Mm-hmm. 
and then I'm busy Tuesday, Thursday. So we're actually getting Sid out of a little show choir, which mm-hmm. Mr. Thank you, Mr. Juan. Shout out to Mr. Juan. And doing this, and Sophia had to come in special early, and she was really early this morning, which was good. So just to give everybody an idea about how busy some of these kids are, I mean, it, it's really something else, right? Mm-hmm. Like, do you don't yeah. have any problem getting up early, Sophia, no. for stuff? No, and neither does Sid, of course. No. And It's tough, you know, mm-hmm. and we don't, don't think that we uh, overlook it. I mean, especially when it's, we're coming up on nasty weather, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if it snows, we, you know, understand if you're late. I'm sorry. That's okay. I interrupted again. What's your next question? <laughs> it's okay. Sophia, how's basketball going? Um, it's been going all right. Mm-hmm. We had our first tournament, the mm-hmm. Ridgewood Rover one, and we went two and two. So that's great. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Are you excited for basketball season this year? Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be a long four months though. <laughs> yeah, it definitely probably will be a long. Yeah. But you'll have fun. Oh yeah. I always know the basketball girls have so much fun. Mm-hmm. What is your focus? in school tell me tell me your process because i know you have a process like what comes first like elaborate please Ooh. oh <laughs> she's getting fancy on me okay what what is your main focus what do you spend the most time on Let, let's talk about academics for a second what's the class you spend the most time on pre-ap chem Obviously, academics are the most important thing, right? right? Yep. <clears throat> when you look into the future, to me, you're the type of kid that knows what kind of what she wants to do already. Do you know what you want to do? I have an idea, but no specifics. Are you going to tell us that idea or you don't want to? <laughs> a bit of secret. <laughs> well, like I want to major in kinesiology or exercise awesome. science, but I don't know what I want to do with it. Okay. That's a big deal for a lot of schools. Like mm-hmm. when you two your schools, yeah. everybody's got that department and they're mm-hmm, building it up, mm-hmm. which is good. I don't work out at all. Does that <laughs> surprise you? It does, doesn't it? No. <laughs> a little bit maybe. But I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I drove by the Y this morning on the way to work and I'm like, hmm, I should go there someday. <laughs> your New Year's resolution? Oh, <laughs> uh, that's everybody's New Year's resolution, yeah, yeah. right? I'm going to work I mean, out. No, as no. I was eating little bite-sized Milky Ways for my breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> not good right she had a granola bar for breakfast i had bite-sized milky ways do you do something for breakfast like no a, i don't eat breakfast normally do you drink coffee sometimes she's one of those depends. with the super creamer i think mm-hmm. aren't you the super creamer you know you put a lot of cream in it i bet no you don't uh-uh okay if it's too much creamer then it's just like milk with like a little splash of coffee right. i want the coffee yeah right not creamer Okay. <laughs> Sophia, what's the toughest part about cross country? Um, probably the amount of time I have, like, not focusing on cross country. Yeah. Right. Like, it takes up a lot of time. Well, because you just, it's one of those things where you got to run almost every day. Yeah. Whether you practice or, like, let's say it's the weekend. Do you still go out and run or not? You on Saturdays. Look, you do? Yeah. Yeah takes a lot of dedication well you have to like to run to be in cross country oh yeah well i don't like it (laughs) i don't either i hate running i suppose i would like it if i did it yeah yeah like if we raced sid who would win i don't know obviously sophia would beat us oh yeah sophia would definitely beat us if we had a race i made the mistake of challenging a kid once and i lost 
years ago, and the whole band watched it. That's funny. It was bad. <laughs> you should do that again. No. You can do it with Sophia. Oh, she just killed me. That wouldn't even be funny. <laughs> you guys would all be <laughs> making fun of me for the rest of the year. Yes, we would. <clears throat> It'd be funny. Who else is in your relay for track? Um, Maddie Hoffman, Mia Wood, and Eden Mueller. And is that an 800 or what is that? It's a 4 by 8 yeah. It's a 4 by 8 Okay, hang on a second. That's, everybody gets a 200. No. Everyone gets a 800. That's Four what people, I said. Okay. Four people go around once. I don't know anything about track. You know, the silly thing when I did that track project is that mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about track. I mean, really didn't know anything about track. <laughs> I mean, you didn't need to to do the project. No. But I didn't know a lot about it. Who runs, what leg do you usually run in that relay? Um, I think third. Second or third. Mm-hmm. It just kind of depends. Does it change sometimes? Yeah. Yeah. Basketball is the longest season. Yeah. Four months is a long time. What do you like about basketball? Um, the different things we do. Like, we change it up. Like, cross country, just go out and run mm-hmm. however many miles. But basketball, we do different stuff. Right. What's your strength in basketball? Defense. Mm-hmm. And then your weakness is offense, you say. <laughs> yeah. Do you get fired up? Are you the type of kid that, like, when somebody fouls you real hard, you get fouled up? You get fired up or you just, you're calm, cool, and collected? Yeah, calm and cool. That doesn't surprise me. Does it surprise no, you? That doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> I know. Let's talk about drum major. Okay. Now, you started as a freshman and it wasn't a right, I mean, it was, was not a normal year. Right. And then we jumped into that. Andrea was not with us, so you were the only one. Yeah. How nervous were you about that as a freshman? Very nervous. She did a good job, though. She did a really good job. Yeah, and I yeah. had no worries. There are some times when I give a kid responsibility, and I'm like, oh, boy, how's this going to go? Mm-hmm. Never with you. Thanks. I know. And that's that's a kudos to you that I'm like, okay, that's taken care of. Mm-hmm. You know? That's good. Because, Sid, you have responsibilities, too, don't you? Yes. Like clarinet solos, maybe? No, that's not a thing. But <laughs> we should have one in the spring. N- nope. Mm-mm. Why not? No, because you can give it to Mia seems like she's shrinking her responsibilities <laughs> you play the oboe what yep. do you think about the oboe um it's okay <laughs> it's not my favorite thing in the world but you picked it yeah i know tell me like do you remember like what you thought about as a sixth grader when you did it because were you did you have a partner yeah colin melgren okay and that didn't last very long because he went to saxophone right i remember that yep. oh my gosh <laughs> and Oboe is so difficult to play. Yeah. It's a constant battle between you and the reed yeah. every day. Mm-hmm. Everybody can hear you. Yeah. You know, and we have, she has some solos, little bitty solos for Christmas. Yeah. And she's excited about it because she can do it because she's responsible. She's a good uh-huh. band student. Yeah, you give me <laughs> I'm not saying anything about you. You do that every year. I'm just trying to get kids to accept the responsibility, you know. Right? Mm-hmm. You live close to the school, Sophia. Do you ever drive to school? I can't drive yet. <laughs> oh. If she did, she'd be like illegal and we could have pulled her over and got her in trouble. <laughs> when do you get your license? Um, in 10 days, December 2nd. Oh, oh my gosh. So it's coming up. Yeah. Are you going to drive exciting. to school then? Once it gets like snowy, yeah. She lives on the outside of town. Do you think you live in the country? No. You don't live in the country. No. She lives like down. Do you know where she lives? 
I don't think so. We should go to her house right now. <laughs> okay. Let's just all get up and go to her house. I don't think we can record while we, we got to figure that out. We got to figure that out. We could do like I'm carpool not karaoke no, and stuff. No, I'm not going on a road trip with you. I don't think I can <laughs> you are going to go on a road trip with me actually this summer. Oh my gosh. Sophia, how do you think the Nashville trip's going to go with Sydney Stockham, Ileana Hook, Corbin Sturgill. And Monica. And Monica and Kirsten. I think it'll be okay. <laughs> That's a long bus ride. Yeah. I'll be quiet. I yeah, they're all going to crash at some point. Mm. Yeah. On the way home, we stay the night on the bus. Yeah. You know, that'll be hard. I'll just take sleeping pills. <laughs> I'll just drink I'm a whole not. bottle of NyQuil. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite... You can ask questions anytime, but you burned through your questions so yes. fast. We're just in a hurry. Yeah. And we shouldn't be in a hurry because okay. we have time. Yes. Right? Yep. Do you have a question right now or no? I don't. What's your favorite subject? Um, probably any kind of science. Any kind of science? Yeah. How is pre-AP? Because I took it my sophomore year and... It goes by fast. Mm -hmm. Like she just goes boom, mm -hmm. boom, boom. And yeah. Are you going to take AP chem? I think so, yeah. Yes. I just Work. talked to a parent <laughs> of a chemistry major at oh, St. Ambrose. Oh, no. Yeah. And his undergrad is chem, and his, but he's like going on. He's like, no, no more chemistry. <laughs> Math now. So I don't know what he's going to do. But it's going to be science for you. Do you think like um, doing research on science, or you want to help people out with things help like people. that? people, yeah. yeah. Like the most social part of it. Right. Where do you think you want to go to school? Um, University of Illinois or Wisconsin. She just wants to go to Illinois because her brother's there. No. <laughs> she does. They have such a great relationship. We were just talking about it. Max. Uh, we shouldn't be talking about Max because he's not even in school. He's not even here. I loved Max. He probably doesn't talk much, does he? No. No. Do you? Sometimes. Yeah? It depends. What about the holidays? You don't have to travel for Thanksgiving? No. She's lucky. I don't have to travel. Do you have to travel? I don't have to travel. Do, do the whole, does the whole clan come to your house, or how does that work? No, Sid? we're going to my Uncle Chad's house this year. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Is Aunt Tracy cooking? Uh, she's getting pies from Village Inn. Oh, perfect. I'm she is cooking. excited. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? I'm not going to tell you the story, but oh boy. that's a great pie from Village Inn. Oh, that's a nice treat. What's your favorite thing at Thanksgiving, Sophia? Um, just all the sides. So not the actual turkey itself. Right. She just loads up on sides. In cross country, you have to watch your diet, though. Yeah. Right? Yeah. What's your guilty pleasure? Like if there's a bowl of it sitting in front of you, you're like, oh, I'm going to eat all that. Pasta. Really? Yeah. So that's why she liked the pasta dinners. Yeah, mm -hmm. that is. What's like your favorite pasta? Um, some kind of Alfredo, like any kind. Mm -hmm. We get down. What kind of like pasta noodle is your favorite? Because there's different kinds of pasta noodles. Penne or ziti. Penne. Oh, wow. Yeah. She's mm -hmm. given the terms and everything. <laughs> a real Alfredo sauce in a restaurant, like a real restaurant, so good. is good, but it's heavy. I mean, yes. it's like rich. You know how you yes. get it? Yeah. And there's so much butter in it. And garlic. This is too much information for you guys, but I had pizza yesterday with this mask uh -huh. on, and I kept burping into it. <laughs> and now all I smell is the garlic from that oh, pizza from yesterday. I didn't wash nice. it. Why? 
You could have got a different one. I know. But it's black. This is the only black one I have, black and black. If I had blue on, you'd be like, hey. It's okay. Your mask doesn't have to match your outfit. I Unpopular it opinion. It does not have to match. Yeah. Yours matches. I mean, yeah, but it's just because it's the first <laughs> one Sophia's I grabbed. Sophia's matches. I want to be like you guys. <laughs> you guys take every opportunity to make fun of me, so I have to be on my toes every day, right? Yes, because you wore a shirt that made you look like a bumblebee. And I've never worn that shirt since. <laughs> I can't believe that you haven't worn it. <clears throat> because of you guys. You're all mean. <laughs> you have two years left of high school. Yep. Does that seem like a long time to you? Yeah, but I know it's going to go by fast. It's not a long time at all. Right. Mm-mm. It zooms by. Mm-hmm. I don't know if COVID made it faster. Yeah, it Don't really you, did. You know, there's part of it that was slower. Like mm-hmm. it was like a pause, mm-hmm. but yet at the same time, it's gone. Yeah. Right. It's crazy. Sid, I think you just set the record for going through questions. Yeah, I probably did. Um, well, I thought they were going to take a little longer. Are you, so you're saying Sophia's fault. She didn't No, it's expound. not Sophia's fault. Sid could be the nicest person I think I've ever met. Mm, no? Mm, I don't know about that. Tell me somebody that's nicer. No, no, no. I, I know somebody that's nicer, but they're not in school. <laughs> I do too, but they don't go to school. Tell me who it is. Susie Hall. Oh, she is nice. She's the nicest lady on planet Earth. No one is nicer than her. I know it. Sophia, do you think you're nice? Yeah. She was questioning <laughs> that. Tell me what one of your pet peeves is. What really makes you angry? Um... Like, in class, when people are just talking and talking and talking when we're not supposed to. And, like, we're working on something. Or, like, if they ask someone a question and they just, like, yell it and just, I don't know, it bothers me. Disrupting class. Yes. (laughs) You value your class time and the instruction. Yeah. That is a small percentage of kids. Yes, it is. Would you count yourself in that percentage of kid? Certain days, yes. Other days, probably (laughs) not. Because I'm probably one of the kids that... It's being loud. Really? Yeah. Oh. You never know. Wow. Go figure. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, do you have anything else, Sid? I don't think. Thank you, Sophia, for yeah, thank you. doing the interview. Guys, this is the interview, student interview. We had Sophia Santiago. She's a sophomore. And thanks to both these kids for coming in early and getting this taken care of. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Okay, everybody, that does it for our November uh, episode for our podcast. Thank you very much for listening. On behalf of myself and all the other kids in the podcasting club, um, you guys have a great Thanksgiving, and we will be back in December with another great episode from the podcasting club. So we'll hear from you then. Everybody have a great season. Bye-bye.